0: Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember. Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. In any undertaking, regardless of the precautions one might take, there is always the possibility of accidents. A loose screw, a faulty gas line, a single gram too much paracetamol, and a policy's term with heart life may be over well before its projected expectations. The actuarial department's role is to create accurate statistical projections of precisely how often these mistakes will occur. The average policy makes 15 mistakes per day. Most of these are inconsequential, pulling when the door says push for instance. This average policy is unlikely to die from such a mistake, but some occupations, say for instance PWCs or lightning riggers, are far more likely to die from even a small mistake. Over the course of a ten-year work placement, one in every five lightning riggers will die from electrocution, and one in fifteen PWCs will drown in a torrent of unspeakable effluvium. Of course, these are only statistics. Some lucky policies, like young Nathan Rourke, manage to beat the odds time and time again, while others meet their ends in the unlikeliest of ways. Nathan Rourke's employer, Vice President Davenport, seeks to make those ways a bit more likely. As we join him, Nathan Rourke is crouched by a set of low-slung buildings the dormitories of the lightning riggers.
1: I don't think he's coming.
2: Shows what you know. He's up and moving. Right on schedule too. Go to radio silence. What on earth do you think you're doing? Shh. People are sleeping. I know that. I was sleeping, and I nearly overslept because my crackling alarm didn't go off. Do you have any idea why that might be the case?
1: I'd guess, I'd say Ah, your computer panel's panels down. down.
2: Now why might that be?
1: Well, I'm working on the electrics for the block. Why wasn't I notified? Oh, uh, I I pissed off my boss. This is his punishment. He calls me out of bed at all hours to do these little jobs. I haven't gotten a night's sleep for a week. Uh,
2: All right, well, I'm up anyway, and that's
1: what's important.
2: What the hell did you... Uh, Here, let me get that for you. So, what'd you do to piss
1: off your boss? I'm dating his daughter.
2: Oh, you got some gumboots on you, kid. Best of luck with that. Thanks. All right, well, I'll get moving now.
1: Yep. mind telling me what you're doing? Oh, no. Uh, I'm supposed to wake up the quick turn crew next. The actuaries calculated a statistical possibility that I'll sleep through their shifts. They sleep in the bunkers below the rigs, yeah? They
2: do, but they should be fine. Electrics don't go out in the bunkers. They're on the same power cell as the rigs themselves, independent from the city. They get their power right from the sky.
1: Do they? That's weird. They didn't tell me that. Uh, that anyone else knew about that. They're down, too. It has to do with a flash electrical blowback that sent current flowing in the wrong direction, and, uh, you probably know how old the cables are. They're unidirectional, so this threw the domature ratio off on the cells. If there's a problem with the power cell out there, then the rigs themselves could come down! Oh, no, but the, uh, event didn't affect the rigs themselves because of their size. And the wind.
2: Well, that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: It doesn't? No. It doesn't. You
2: must be real smart to understand all that.
1: Oh, yeah, well, thanks. The uh, science academy recently opened a spot up for me, so.
2: Hey, ain't that something, congratulations. Hey, since we're both headed to the bunker, let me walk you out that way. It's a few miles, but you'll get there in plenty of time to wake the guys. Oh, gee thanks, I
0: really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I know what it's like. It's kind of, you know, lonely out here sometimes. I mean, it's easy to
1: get lost. I don't even know where I am. The
0: tunnels which lead from the city itself out to the lightning riggers bunkers might be described as uninspiring. Every five feet or so, there is a door which breaks up the monotony of packed earth and wiring. But one must come to know the flickering of the third light, the slightly dimmer 28th light, and the ironic and gradual fade-out of all light as one gets closer to the source of power, but farther from the city's relays. All right, through this door, to straight shot to the bunkers. Just keep walking. Aren't you coming? You
2: work out there, right? I got a little side project I'm doing in my spare time. It's actually why I'm up so early. Oh, what is it? I'd hoped you'd ask. You're a science guy. You'll appreciate it. I'm sending out these things like miniature rigs with a balloon on top. They got one of our old walkie-talkies attached. And one of these! Check it out. I built this myself. Wind speed sensor. It clicks when the wind picks up. And here, we get humidity. Wind blows right over this opening here, and as water condenses inside, the pitch changes. Clever, right? I mean... I'm not a smart guy like you, but this is pretty good. Oh, and here we get the temperature. When the water freezes, the glass explodes. I can hear it all on my end, and I've been recording what I hear for a few weeks now. I know it's not in my job description, and it's probably over my head, but I'm hoping to predict storms this way, improve output, maybe even keep some people safe.
1: You do all this alone?
2: Uh, A long time ago, I applied to the science academy myself, if you can believe it.
1: You seem pretty talented, what happened?
2: Ah, it's ancient history now. Something about identity variants? I don't know. They send me to the rigs, and I haven't looked back. Tell me, what do you think?
1: Well, it's... impressive. I mean, really impressive. I couldn't... I mean, I wouldn't have thought of half of what you've got on there. Nah, you would have. Means a lot to hear it, though,
2: from an initiate at the Academy. Well, I better get started if I'm gonna get to my shift on time.
1: Wait... Does anyone upstairs know you're doing this?
2: Now that you mention it, I I guess they don't. You're only the third person I've talked to about it. I see. Well, off you go. Right this way, young sir. It was good to meet you, Nathan. Good luck with your studies. See ya. Yeah.
1: Is Kepler to Fat Cat over. Only official code names will be recognized
2: on this frequency. Over.
1: <sighs> unctuous worm to wise man. Over. I read you, unctuous brat. What have you got for me? Only official code names I will call you whatever I damn
2: well please. Just spill it, you pissant. Where's that rigger go so early in the morning?
1: He's just doing a little research on the side trying to help out his crew. Well, research is probably an overstatement. He's just, uh, playing with balloons is all.
2: Where the hell does he get balloons? Never mind, forget that. What's he
1: doing with them? Well, he's just letting them go. He sends them up to take weather readings, wind speed, that kind of thing.
2: He goes outside the city to do
1: this? I guess. He wants to improve power output from the lightning rigs by predicting storms. That's good, right?
2: Just what I needed to know. And, of course, if he's doing it to improve power output, then that's just fine. Serving the good of heart life, and so serving the good of us all, I'm sure. In fact, I'd like to send that
1: man a thermos of coffee. I'm sure it's cold out there. Can you tell me which route he took? Oh, yeah, sure. He took a side tunnel right by the entrance to the rig bunker and headed east.
2: That tunnel have a label?
1: No, but it's on level A in Zone 7.
2: Understood. You're done for the day. Get your
0: ass back to base.
1: You mean I should head home? Don't
0: contradict me. Davenport out. Official company. It would seem that the level of accident in this sector is sufficient. And Nathan Rourke, after a successful first mission, gets to return to his new, comfortable life. He has an official job. Good food. A mate with high likelihood of acceptance for official pairing clearance. Here is the comfortable residence he's been assigned, with twice as much furniture as the housing he grew up in. Well, what more could he ask?
1: So, tell me about your first day working with Daddy. Well, oh, it's pretty good, actually. Hi, Dad.
2: Nathan was just telling me his first day went well.
1: That rigger you had me meet, Tommy? He was a really good guy. He's got a really smart I idea to- hate to be the bearer of bad news,
2: but Thomas was killed in a freak tunnel collapse shortly after you left him. I'm sorry. You were lucky you weren't hurt. Oh.
0: Now I brought over a treat. Who wants pie? Poor Thomas. He stands as a testament to how fleeting life can be. Let us all remember, therefore, that had he not been pursuing projects outside of his scope, he would have been perfectly safe from that faulty tunnel to the outside. Let us hope that Nathan Rourke may learn this lesson as well, how easy it is to die in an accident. Join us next time when we revisit someone who knows all too well how accidents may happen. Neil Henderson returns to the scene of many crimes to find a rigor and hopefully some answers.